0: All right. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Home Design Podcast. My name is Adam Case, your host, and we aim to educate, inspire, and connect South Florida with the industry authorities within their trade. And today, we have a very special guest. Can't wait to dive into the life of Venetian plaster. All right. Well, welcome. I'm sitting here with the one and only Venetian plaster master himself, Giancarlo of Exotic Wall Finishes. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank
1: you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for thinking of me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's hard not to think about you. I mean, I see you all day, every day, hustling in and out of projects, some of the most luxury and most impressive projects right here in South Florida. But let's dive in. Tell us a little bit about (laughs) you. <laughs> well,
1: um, my name is Giancarlo Sagassi, owner of Exotic Gua finishes, a very successful Venetian plaster company here in the United States. I'm also an instructor. I teach people how to do Venetian plaster. I also have my own trial line that I sell worldwide of, of all line plasters. I have employees that do Venetian plaster, good employees. Um, I work in Nothing Behind Homes. I deal with designers, architects. I help people design their homes. And I have fun doing it. I love what I do.
0: No, it's amazing. And it really shows. I mean, we see the passion. We see the energy. We see everything that you stand for and what you put into it every single day. Um, but there's a lot of people listening to this that they might not even know what, what Venetian plaster truly is. Yes. You know, the, tell, us, tell us about that.
1: Okay. So what Venetian plaster is, is a high-end product made out of limestone and marble that you put in your homes, in your places of business, on your walls or ceilings. So a lot of people... Don't want just flat paint, normal paint, or a wallpaper. They want something that's more authentic, uh, more green on the industry, and that's where I come in. Now, two things is what makes the homes: the floors and the walls. Right, you can have beautiful floors and plain walls; it just looks boring. If you have your walls, like look, these walls are here done by exotic wall finishes and it just transforms the room. I call it one of my things that I say is bringing your walls to life. Absolutely. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, no, without a doubt. And just watching the process and what you did right here in our studio, you know, and, and you might want to tell us a little bit about exactly what you did, but you know, we were looking for that grayscale, uh, concrete look, but you know, you weren't stopping right there. You I a little <laughs> extra. Yeah. So
1: what you wanted was a a normal concrete look style that is beautiful, but I wanted to make sure it looked good for TV for the people that are watching the viewers. So I had to throw a little aqua, a little blue into it just to let let it stand out more. And it, of course, is an authentic look. So you look at it and you are like, "What is that? What's that he has on his walls?" Right. You know, that's the go.
0: Yeah. No. And that's the thing. And and this is it's a statement piece. It's something, but it can be as intricate and bold or you know you can use white tones but giving it that depth giving it that difference so that way uh, you know some people might just want an accent wall they might want to do every wall you know they might want to do their ceiling so there's a lot of different options and everything where you know as far as colors whatever somebody wants you can do it. Of course, of
1: course. We do custom color matches. We do any color that the clients want from shiny to matte to metallics to silver to, to, to everything.
0: Absolutely. And what a lot of people might not realize is Venetian plaster dates back over 7,000 years ago. I mean, yes. We're talking Roman times. Yes. This is not new.
1: This is nothing new. It's yes. just we modernized it. Right. You know, because everybody that talks about Venetian plaster, they think it's old. So I have to show people that it's new, that it's... I have to impress them right. with what I do
0: and that's uh, what I do. Absolutely. And when you're going into your day-to-day, when you're in and out of projects, I mean you clearly show your passion. But I'm interested, how did you how did you find your pla- your, your passion for Venetian plaster?
1: Well, I found my passion through First of all, I needed a career. Right. <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> that's like, yeah. a good start. <laughs> so so what happened was I got into, I got married into it, like the mafia. I okay. got married into it, and I couldn't escape it. <laughs> so I got into it, and I started with um, learning how to do the base coats. Right, um, and then I started teaching people classes, and then from there they put me as a as a team leader in the job sites, and then I just started being. Um, I always been a leader in, inside me, and everybody recognized that. Right. So I always were, was in charge of jobs, just moving forward in that. And then I did very well, and then I just felt like I needed to start my own business. I didn't even make my—I I really needed to make money. That's right. what I really needed to do. Right. I had to think about my career, and I just moved forward from that.
0: The motivation, absolutely. And how many years have you been doing this? I've been doing it eighteen years now. Wow, wow, that's a long time. And you know, obviously, you've seen a lot of different projects. You know the full potential of what somebody can achieve by putting this in their home or designers. Finding you to work directly with you. I'm sure you work with a lot of designers and builders. Of course.
1: Of course. That's all I work with. Now, remember, uh, for people that don't understand what designers do is that when you when you have money, when you're a successful businessman or businesswoman, you're too busy to go out to the furniture store and buy furniture and, right. and go look at it. So what you do is you hire a designer to come in and, and, and help you design your house. Hey, I want floors. Okay, I, I have wood floors. I have a tile. I have this. I have that. Okay, I want tile. Perfect. I have my tile guy. Oh, f- walls. Oh, I have paint, wallpaper, Venetian plaster, marble, this, wood, panel. Oh, Venetian plaster. Okay, I have my guy. Exactly. Right. So that's what they do, and that's where we come in and then um, help the designer picking out the color, help them talking to their clients to, to help them close the deal if they're having a hard time closing the deal, stuff like that
0: and when looking at that because the thing is a lot of people don't know why to hire a designer and there's a big void in that but talking about that whole process and going into it like what are your first steps so whether it's a homeowner or if it's a designer cuz you'll work directly with homeowners as well exactly. um you know when they call you like what is the first step in the process are you coming there looking at their color scheme looking at what materials they're using like tell us about that process
1: well the first thing it is when somebody's interested in doing a why, if it could be a homeowner or a designer, I ask where the project project is that because i'm worldwide known so some people are calling me talking about <laughs> new york and then they don't know i'm in miami i swear i made a whole uh, a whole appointment and it's I'm supposed to be in new york tuesday at 2 p.m <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> anyways but so i said um where's the project at oh i'm boca in um, boca roton okay right. perfect um what is that your client is looking for what is that you're looking for i'm looking for an wall. while oh i'm looking to do the whole house oh i don't know i just need help to design right so i come in i come in with my samples I introduce who I am, and then I do a walkthrough of their house and what their ideas is, and then I give them my ideas. Right. That's what my company is called Exotic Wall Finishes and Design. I'm actually a designer. Right. I, mean, I never went to school for design, but I've been doing this for so long, I know how to help the de- people design. Absolutely. So then I come in and I give them my ideas, my opinions of what could look good, um, color themes, and then they have their ideas and they, and they tell you, hey, what about blah, 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 and then I give them my professional opinion, if to move forward with that or not. You know, sometimes I say, oh, I think this will look bad because of blah, 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 and move forward from that. But basically, some colors, they approve something, uh, they fall in love with it. I tell them the square footage price of, of the, me- I measured up their house and then I tell them the price They move forward from that and and we go ahead and do it.
0: Yeah, because the biggest thing is, like, people might not know the difference between the different types of textures, you know, between, or, or finishes between high gloss, matte. Um, you know, this is more of like a concrete finish. If somebody wants it polished, super smooth um there's so many different things for you to be able to you know they might be thinking about something but not even they don't know what they want and they don't know what exists so
1: exactly and that's where you come in and that's why one thing that i recommend everybody to do is have a portfolio right i've been doing this for so long that my portfolio is so huge in pictures and so they see me i had a guy call me the other day and they're like look a guy with over five thousand pictures I know he knows what the heck he's doing. Right, you're the guy I want. Right, you know, just like that. That, that, that was the. That's how he started his conversation. Right.
0: Exactly. That's it.
1: Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm a professional at this, and blah, blah blah blah. And he hired me. I did a huge project for him in Fisher Island and everything.
0: That see, that's amazing, and that's the thing. When people see you on jobs every single day, I see it in your social media. I see it on your images, your gallery. You're obviously out in the field every day working, um, and doing more and more and i'm sure there's certain designers and certain people that come to you that are more exciting projects where it's something unique and different and the ones that you're most excited about
1: yeah i like the difficult ones <laughs> yeah that's the easy good. ones you come hey just do an next one right. like, yeah great this is the prize yeah i love right. it and i knock it out of right. course but when they when they give me hard ones is what i find love with yeah is what turns me on because that's the, that's the goal why i put it on videos and pictures right. because a client is looking, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is the guy that could do my staircase." My,
0: in fact, I saw that staircase that you did recently. It was incredible. It was like a, st- it was a spiral was a staircase. staircase.
1: Yeah, that is an impressive staircase. Yeah. Whoever built that, architect wise,
0: amazing. Whoever
1: right. put it together, amazing. And, and thank God that I had a, a, a part in, into it. Yeah, and
0: for you going into something like that, because you have to make it look seamless. You know, it's not like just oh, you're going to do a coat. I mean, when you have four walls, you can stop at an edge. Of course, yeah, of course.
1: That that that's the way it is, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, so when looking at um, everything, and when looking at the process, and every, I mean, you are world known. People know you all across the world. I see you teaching. I know that you have your trowel line. You know, tell us tell us about the teaching process. Like do you work with the manufacturer and you're like the guy that's teaching them the application to make sure that they're getting um, the right application or doing it properly so that way their product shines best? I mean, wh- how did you fall into that teaching aspect?
1: So the teaching aspect started with, because I started with a company called Forenzi Enterprises. That's yep. a local company here in Miami, Florida, where we import the Venetian plaster, bring it to the United States from Europe, right. and we sell it all over the country. We sell it to um, applicators, to painters, to homeowners, whoever wants to learn how to do it. Okay. Now, one of the things that, uh, it's a family company, my family company, so we bring it down and we teach people the problem is people want it, but they don 't know how to do it, or they never right. seen it before, right. so we had to start a company of how to apply it you know and then from there we started teaching people. I became one of the instructors. I'm in doing it because of the passion that I had for it, and then of course um, my vocabulary was good, knowing how to speak English, Spanish. Right. I wanted to teach people. There's a lot of people that are are selfish and they don't want to teach other people their trade. So you know you you know who who's a good instructor and who's not. Right. So I was good in that sense. I knew how to talk to clients, to customers, to painters, to other people in the fields, and I showed respect and humbly. So I, I go with that, and it's done good. Um, I do train people. In Europe as well. Okay. What it is, is that I'm mastered worldwide, that I mastered Venetian plaster. So there's even Italians that I teach how to do it. Right. Europeans that I teach how to do it. And all the companies in Europe that manufacture the products, there's a whole bunch of companies. They want my face in their company. Right. So they sponsor me. So that's why it's good that I have my own name, Exotic Wall Finishes. I'm not. I, and they sponsor me and I go and I teach... Uh, a particular uh, product of theirs with my trial line in in Venice, Italy, the other one in here, the other one in here, and their product. Right. With their product. So it it helps out my cause. And then people want, hey, that's a guy who teaches in Europe. That's a guy I want in my house.
0: Absolutely. And that's the thing because, you know, you mentioned something that kind of stood out. And this goes across every type of business. And um, there's people out there that don't want to teach the the tricks of the trade and and to give insight to what makes them special. But in reality, the more better – you know, professionals there are within an industry. The bet, the stronger that industry is, you know, because the thing is, it it, it 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 competition is the best thing for business.
1: Of course, and and the other thing is that people don't realize is when you teach other people, more people respect you. Exactly, and people talk about you in different parts of continents, different parts of states. They talk about you, like yeah. I learned from this guy or this guy. So then they hear about you in different parts of the world just because you're teaching people. Right. You know, that, of course, that wasn't my go, but it's just. That's what happened. That's what came with the success Absolutely. of me teaching people. And I've never been selfish about it, you know. I told look, I made my guy a professional doing it. You know? Yeah. Why why did I do that to teach him my trade? Right. Why? In the end of the day, I need help too. Absolutely. You know? It's strengthening your brand. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. But- so I'm very happy with teaching people. I'm very happy with the success that other people are having with it. Because if you think about it, this was a dying industry. A lot of people didn't know about it. Right. So there was very little people doing it. So, and then a lot of talk of how traditional it was, how old school it was. So me teaching people and having other people started, started in their field and started growing it. And I made it very popular in right. social media that not everybody wants it. And the industry blew up. I'm not saying I'm the one who blew up the industry, but I for sure have a big hey, part you, into it. I'll you revived you it. You uh, revived an you ancient know, uh, Yeah. And, and everybody wants it. Right. Everybody. I get phone calls every day that there's days I don't even want to pick up my phone call. Right. I swear it's, it's right. like that. Yeah. But well,
0: that that's amazing.
1: But I'm happy about doing it. My guys are happy doing it. People are happy doing it. And, and I'm going to continue doing it. I'm not going to slow down. I'm going to keep moving forward and harder and that's, stronger because I'm hungry.
0: Right. No, that's it. And, and also, you know, I see this hashtag everywhere using sexy walls, you know. <laughs> so tell us where that started, how it's evolved, and, you know, just... Yeah, you know, Social media is a big part of every yeah. brand, but you've done an amazing you, job. Sexy
1: walls. When you look at something that's sexy, when you look at your wife and you like she's sexy, or when you look at something, sexy means you're attracted to it. Right. So the goal is you're attracted to the walls. You know, you're attracted to this. Now, how did it start? It started. Actually, there's a sad story how it started. You know, um, it started because of my divorce. I was divorced and I was sad. And I kept listening to sexy music while I was working. It brought me mentally somewhere else. right? You know, I was listening to sexy, sexual, R&B music. And I, then I used to say, man, I'm making love to these walls. I'm sexying <laughs> up these walls. Right. And then I just started saying sexy walls. Hashtag sexy walls. And one of my goals was... To make it huge, to make it popular, and now everybody worldwide that's using Venetian plaster hashtag sexy walls. Now I had professional companies be like, "Oh, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. You should do hashtag exotic wall finishes." Right, like I totally understand. Yeah. But the point was to be different. Right. To make people talk about it. That look, you're talking about it. Right. You know, that's the goal. (laughs) I'm in Disney wearing my shirt. They're like, "Sexy walls? What is that?" And they look it up. I want to do a, a, a billboard in the middle of the street that says "sexy walls." Nothing, just "sexy walls" to make yeah. people look at it.
0: Absolutely, you know? it, it it creates curiosity, and it's all linked back to you. And it's all linked. To,
1: and now everybody's talking about sexy floors, sexy bathrooms, right? Sexy granite, sexy marble, sexy wood. Yeah. And I and <laughs> I started that. FYI, I started that.
0: <laughs> That's funny. No, it's amazing. And when looking at this, so. Um, there's a lot of families out there, a lot of different people. Whether they they might be cooks or what, people always think about durability of product when they're installing it in home projects. Of course, you know. So tell us about the durability and what goes into, like, say, if somebody has a family, should they be concerned in any way? But you know, tell yeah, us about yeah. So the basically,
1: product. the product is made out of limestone and marble. What right. what you have on your wall right now is a thin veneer of stone on your wall. This is why when you touch it, it's cold to the touch because yeah. it's absorbing moisture from the air, just like this granite. If you touch this, is exactly the same of coldness so I'm putting stone on your walls this thing will last you forever forever on your wall you never have to repaint it you never have to redo it unless you want to change the color of it now for customers purposes it's a green product it's great for health purposes it's great for breathing it I had a lady who had cancer who wanted all her walls just with it just for breathing purposes she didn't want anything acrylic on her walls so in situations like that is great for repair purposes if people dirty it because it's we seal it i always recommend to seal it right it's easy to clean okay. not anybody could do a repair if they cut a hole in the wall uh, it's more for professionals right so just hire a professional to do a, a really hardcore repair but in the end of the day this will last you forever you're gonna save
0: money doing yeah. it you know
1: for yeah. sure you'll save money doing it
0: lasts a lifetime and uh, obviously you already mentioned it but it doesn't fade doesn't crack No, no, no. no, and, no. Yeah.
1: well it it could fade because it it, we don't call it fading. We call right. it aging. Aging. Yeah. It yeah. ages. And why does it age? Because the limestone inside the product reacts with the tints inside of right. it. Inside the tints, it becomes one. And then slowly but surely, starts fading. If the sun is hitting it more often, it could fade quicker. So it's depending on what tint is inside that what fades more. So a lot of red fades quicker. So if right. this had a lot of fade, it will start fading to a different color. And that's why a lot of red walls in Europe, in Italy, in Venice, are pink now. Those right. pink walls used to be red right uh, you know so it all depends and uh, gray walls that you see used to be black right you know it, it, it all depends
0: well that's a good point because the thing is and, and, and it never stops looking amazing it's just the color palette just varies
1: exactly exactly so some people get scared of the old oh, traditional fades. Right. right but remember this they modernized it right they, every year they make it better Better, stronger, new waxes, new this, new that. Every year they're calling us. Hey, we have a new product. This, we have a new right. product. That we're like, oh my gosh, like more <laughs> products, like because we we have in our in our warehouse we have over two million dollars worth of product itself, right? Fully stocked. So when somebody calls for twenty bucks, thirty buckets, hundred square it. feet uh, thousand square feet jobs we have it so that's the go. so the problem is that when they come out with new products we're like holy we have to see if we can sell it in the United States right because sometimes they have products that's super popular in, in China so China says hey can you make something that looks like this or in Japan or Tokyo or in South America can you make something look like that it's popular there doesn't mean it's going to be popular in the United States so that's what happens like the color palette they send us a color palette back in the days in, from Europe all the Italian colors I said these colors are not good in the United States. You got to make me a better color palette. Right. I said that to the Italians. Right. Back in the days, and they're like, "Oh, we never thought of that." I'm like, "This is colors are great, but for where you live, right? You know, because we're paying seventeen dollars for each booklet, and we order a thousand booklets of these, and we're selling them for 20 dollars. 22 Right. Making just five dollars on it, but we're selling it to colors that are not good for our industry, for our particular. Right. So because Absolutely. of that, they started changing the colors. Because of my comment. And so I know what colors are good from state to state. For I learned because I studied. Yeah. I go to home shows. I go to t- trade shows all the time. And I see what's new. What's new with wood. What's new with art. I learned that. So I, I could speak the same language as a client, as a designer, when they come and talk to me. I know I could look at an art piece and be like, oh, that's that. That's blah, 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 blah. Right. Because it's what I like to do. And I keep it... I, I have to speak the same language as a designer and an architect.
0: Absolutely, and the thing is, things are always, trends are always changing, they're evolving, trends are actually created to go out of style, because that's what keeps industry thriving. People need to change their colors, they need to buy new furniture. If, if if style stayed around forever, there would be a lot of businesses out of business, but but the good thing is with your product, it's made to last. Exactly. And the, the question that I have as far as uh, applications, as far as where it can be applied, obviously walls, ceilings, that that's a no-brainer um, but what about wet areas indoor outdoor bathrooms
1: Yeah, so these products have a good um good resin good glue to stick it to places now, okay these products are used even outside of russia where it's snowing like crazy 24 7 so the product because there's a stone product it is good for inside showers okay inside stuff like that but you have to use a special sealer for it you know okay different one part Epoxy, two-part epoxy sealers. For it, because we have water that beats it down, shampoo that hits it now. Right. So And don't forget, it's a thin veneer of stone. Thin veneer. It's not a a, a a one-and-a-half-inch block. Right. We're talking about paper thin. So you have to seal it correctly. But it is for sure... Um, water resistant stuff like that It doesn't be, doesn't become waterproof, right? So, I can't, I don't recommend it to put it on a fountain or in a, in a pool, right? You know, cause some <laughs> people do it, yeah, done it, and they're like, Yeah, of course, you could do it, yes, you can do it, right? But how long would it last you, exactly? The first year it could look amazing until a year and one week, right? <laughs> and <laughs> no, it's that's happened. a good point. I've seen it because if you grab a rock, just a rock, and you th- a rock is hard, if you throw it in the river and you leave it there for a month and you take it out. If you start rubbing it, it will start crumbling. Right. Because that's what the water erodes it. Right. That's what it does. Right. It, same thing here. Right. Same process, you know.
0: No, that's a good point. And when looking at different types of areas or applications, whether you're talking about staircases, indoor, outdoor, bathrooms, have you found that there are certain, um, whether it's finishes or colors or anything that are more popular? Well, he,
1: at least here in Miami, where I'm based on what's more popular here is of the grays, the blacks, the whites. Right, Those three colors has basically
0: very modern yeah very
1: very modern has changed the whole industry yeah. but like i said it, it it differs in different states right it changes you know like in you go to arizona you will never do white or black they want it and you won't even do shiny they want traditional old school right. plaster that looks and they want brown colors it's just yes. the way it is and you have to respect that so that's why you have to master your products and learn and educate yourself in in, in the field of what people like, just because, just because you like your shoes doesn't mean the guy next to you will like your shoes. Right. So you have to learn how to like and ha- not have your own opinion of what looks good. Right. You have to respect other people's opinion because because you. I'm in love with this, but the right. guy's like, yeah, but I don't like that for my house. Right. And then you can't look at him like, yeah, stupid. <laughs> look how nice this is. Right. No, you'd be like, okay, I totally understand. What is it that you like? And then you move forward. And even if you don't like what he's telling you, right, you have to adapt to the situation. And that's why you have to master all the different styles and prod- products and know how to do it. Because if a customer says, I don't want this, I want a striate style that looks like this, you got to know how to do it. Yeah. So I mastered it all. Um, and I, that's what I teach people.
0: Absolutely. And, in in in, you know, as far as if somebody only did what they like to do, then they're… Uh, they'll, be <laughs> they'll be out of business. They'll be out quick. of business pretty quick. Right.
1: And… and and people won't like them right. because their opinions will be too strong. Right. You know, and of course it's great that you have opinions, but you just got to know how to talk to people. And that's something you don't really learn from school. You learn from experience and and a lot of people that are learning this now should take knowledge of that and learn how to talk to clients and and stuff like that because nobody teaches that. Right. Nobody really teaches that, you know? So people just teach you how to put this uh this granite here and how to put this wood floor, but how do you sell it? How do you convince somebody to do it? Right. How do you, you know, if if the customer complains that you didn't do something right, how do you fix that? Like, that's hard. So, so, Learn how to do that as well. It will make you success successful in your business.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point because you know it doesn't matter what you're studying, whether you're you know in the trades or going into finance or marketing or whatever it might be. There is such a thing as the what people learn from just reality in life um, that goes beyond, and that's what makes people successful. It's not just what's in the books; it's what you learn outside of the books, um, which obviously you've done an amazing job. And when looking at you know so applying the product and everything you know somebody's hiring you is there one thing that or a couple of things that you can give a tip for to homeowners or designers is is there something that they should ask when hiring that professional
1: oh hiring like a different applicator for you yeah Yeah, yeah, like in your
0: industry like what question do you want people to ask you that you know is going to make you stand out or make somebody who's not really in business or doing it properly like what should they know to ask first of all they
1: ask for a portfolio right to see if they've done work okay because if you see something they only did two jobs you're like
0: uh right can you really
1: do it that good you know because you could be a professional and doing knockdown but then you suck at doing this but the the guy says, yeah, I could do it because they yeah. want the job. They right. want to make that money. So, yeah, yeah, I could do it. So, when you start talking to somebody, you know they're confident enough in doing something. Right. So, the main thing you ask, how long you've been doing this? Um, do you have more pictures to show me? or oh, you don't have pictures? Why not? Like, oh, right. I never took pictures. That's weird. Right. You know, s- stuff like that. Um, just talking to the person and seeing if, if, if they sound confident enough. Right. You know, in the end of the day, it's... what." I, People don't ever ask me that. They just right. see me and they're like, "This guy knows what he's doing." <laughs> you know what he does. I swear, yeah. it nobody for ever yourself. says, yeah. "You know what you're doing." Nobody, right? You know, there was one time years ago because I, I started this very young, so I always had a baby face. Right. And I walk into this to this restaurant and to do a huge freaking wall, huge wall. And the guy looks at me and goes, you're the guy doing this? I'm like, yeah. He goes, are you serious? Yeah. You're like a kid. And I'm like, well, I'm a professional kid doing it. So I didn't. When I when I was 100% done, the guy was so impressed. He's right. like, dude, I would never think you, skinny kid, could do this work. I swear. He was just laughing. And we became good friends and all that.
0: That's funny. While you're talking, something kind of stood up. If somebody, and, and I could be wrong, but if someone says, I can do that, it means that they're probably not confident. But if they say, I do that. It, then that speaks confidence. Oh, of like, course, hey, I can means like, yeah, I think I can. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah, but yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> but I
0: but um, sometimes
1: yeah. I go into jobs and they're like, "Oh, this is what I, this is what I want you to do." And I look at him and I'm like, "That's it, right? That's, it? That's <laughs> all I'm doing, really? Right. Like, really? Like, I think we should do something else." And I actually take him out of that room and take him somewhere else. And I said, "I think we should do this one well right. as well, you Absolutely. know." And then they start thinking, "Like, yo, you're right, right?" But it it, it has to do with if with being a leader and having guts to to talk out, of course, and doing it right, knowing how to do it and knowing when they say no, okay, stop and moving forward, you know, but I just express my opinion and I do it professionally. So
0: no, and, and you can see that on every level and, um, I mean, we've discussed a lot today, really dove into the Venetian world, what you do, what your expertise is, how to, what's available. Is there anything else that you want to leave us with? Oh, yeah, man. Like
1: like what you just said about the world of Venetian, man, and people only see the pretty stuff. Right. I post the pretty stuff. I post when the job is done or me doing the job, but there's so much crazy stuff that goes into it that you guys have to understand that it's, 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 I make it look easy, right. but I'm from running to job-to-job, meeting client, trying to convince them to do it, getting the deposit, closing the deal, uh, making the sample. To They don't like the sample because it's a little too this or too that. Right. You have to redo it, show it to them. And I'm here driving around, and, and I'm in Miami, and the job is in Boca or West Palm Beach or in Jupiter or in the Keys. And, you know, I'm so busy. I'm with the guys. I cannot leave the project. I have to ship samples. They don't see all the crazy stuff. They don't see right. when you go to a project and there's no air conditioning and it takes extra long for to dry and you're having problems in peeling because there's too much moisture in the air. Like there's so much that goes into it that you have to know what you're doing. Like you you have to know what you're doing. So that's why I always say hire professionals like that staircase that you saw me do. The client goes, Oh, this is my budget. And I looked at that person and I was like, I'm sorry, if that's your budget, you really can't afford to do it. But if you built this staircase, you knew the money that you're, you're, you're spending on it. Right. You know, you knew it. If somebody, if you told somebody this and they told you, "Yes, I'll approve that price," don't hire them. Right? They're only taking your money and they, they don't know what you're doing. This staircase is this is what it's worth, and not anybody could do a staircase like this. You have to hire a professional. Trust me, I'm the professional guy that would do it for you. Right? You're gonna have to pay a little more, but do it correctly. Right. And that's what I push people, man. Hire professionals and doing it. That's why i um, When people ask me what I do, I only say I do decorative wall finishes. That's it. Right, I don't say I'll put floors. I'll, put, I'll do your plumbing. I'm not a flea market. Right, you know this is what I do. This is my profession. I'll knock it out and do it right for you. You want a wood guy? I have a wood guy for you. Right. You don't want a kitchen guy? I have a kitchen guy. And people lose work because of that. Yeah, I had a huge project with. Well, a, bi- a lot of
0: it comes down to greed. They just want to take and take and take versus just doing what they do well. And it's because of this, they yeah. just want money. I had a right. huge
1: meeting with a builder, multi billionaire builder. We're sitting down, we're talking. I wasn't, they didn't hire me for the job. They hired this guy for the job that right. he was hiring me to do the Venetian for him. <laughs> so we're, cause he didn't really do it well. Right. So we're talking and then he just, look he kept looking at me. I was quiet guy. It's not my, it's not my deal. And he goes, what is it that you do? I said, all I do is authentic Venetian plaster. These are my samples. Well, he goes, I love it. He goes, what is it that you do? You know, oh, I do Venetian plaster too, but what is it that you need? I could do your floors for you. I could do this. And he, he he looked at him. He goes, you see what he just told me? He right. was pointing at me. He says he only does Venetian plaster. You do everything. I don't need everything. I'm, I'm a builder. I have everybody that does it. I only hired you to bring Venetian plaster. Right. And he messed up the business deal there that when we walked away, that he grabbed me on the and he goes, hey, I want to do business with the right. other side. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> right. But it's it's what people gravitate to. It's right. like, they want to hear a professional. Absolutely. Like when you have law problems, you go see a lawyer. When you have health problems, you go see a doctor. When you have Venetian, when you want something done with Venetian, you go to a professional. Right. You, know, you hire professionals to do what they do.
0: Absolutely. And that—that's a good point for everything in life. You know, that's a—that's a valuable point. But you know, for somebody that either they're in the industry, they want to learn, um, or they're they want to buy your trial, or if somebody's a homeowner, designer, builder, how do people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, uh they. Through email, through social media, through websites. So I'm exoticwallfinishes.com, Venetianman at and social media always exoticwallfinishes. Like they could find me very easy. They just type Venetian plaster in Google and I'll pop out. Awesome. I'm one of the first guys to pop out.
0: Awesome. If somebody wants to call you right now, this moment, what's your number?
1: 305 801 2581, Mr. Exotic.
0: Amazing. So uh, I can't thank you enough for being here today. I learned so much. Um, you know, as far as Venetian plaster, we saw it here. We're inspired. I mean, this is like a, a wall for inspiration because when you look at it, there's depth and we're trying to have conversations of depth and everything here. But I want everybody to stay tuned, catch all of our next episodes where you'll learn the latest in home design and home improvement from all of the top professionals right here in South Florida and get all the information that you should know when you're going into your next projects. Check us out on our website, homeshows.net, and follow us at FL Home Shows. Until next time, Giancarlo, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you.